Welcome to the Western Games Podcast, Volume 1. Barney Northup, who's not a real person, mails out letters to the building's chosen tenants. The letters are delivered by a strange 62-year-old delivery boy on July 4th. These letters invite tenants to move into Sunset Towers. The building has great views, service, air conditioning, and also is located in a great neighborhood. Am I reading this right? We have just got word. Smoke rises from the mansion chimney, even though Sam Westing, the owner, disappeared years ago. Some say his corpse still lie inside. Sandy tells about two kids who dared enter the house. One kid is dead, and the other now lives in an asylum. Turtle accepts a bet to enter the house. Back up on 4-2, Theo tells his brother Chris a fantastic story about who might be in the Westing house. Chris doesn't say anything about what he really saw. Meanwhile, Seidel Pulaski arrives at Sunset Tower by taxi. She thinks no one ever noticed her, including Dorman Sandy, and also thinks no one's friendly. Turtle, dressed in a witch's costume, scrambles over the rocks to the Westing Mansion. Crow, the religious Sunset Towers cleaning woman, opens the door. She is dressed in all black, as always. Grace, Angela, and Turtle take their seats in the library after handing Crow their coats. Plum begins reading from the will to the to the breathless gathered hears. The will composed by Westing declares that he has gathered his sixteen nieces and nephews together. Grace stands up and explodes in surprise, at which point Plum reads a directive from the will. Sit down, Grace Wexler. Who, Bertha, Erica, Crow, and Otis, Theo, and Doug, and Angela, and Sideli, each team present will receive $10,000 and a unique set of clues. But it's what they don't have that counts. The teams receive envelopes filled with squares with words written on them. That night, there's a raging blizzard. The telephones and electricity are both out, and the tenants are snowbound. Resourceful, Turtle sells everyone candles, which she made at summer camp. And the partners meet to try and discover the hidden answers and their mysterious clues. The newspaper man tells her that an inventor named James Who sued Sam Westing over the disposable paper diaper. Who, to come to the party with his wife, the newspaper man says the only other information is on Doug Who. With all his sports medal, the first guests arrive for the party. When she asks Grace Wexer just how she is related to the Westing family, Grace gives a vague reply that Judd's concludes that Grace is a pretender. Welcome to the Westing Games Podcast, Volume 2. Turtle's mother has forgotten to braid Turtle's hair, so Turtle turns to her game partner. As she gently braids Turtle's hair, Flora Bombay reveals that her own daughter, Rosalie, is gone. Turtle enjoys Flora's maternal sweetness and feels a little jealous of the love Flora feels for Rosalie. The Hears are still at the coffee shop. When an explosion from the kitchen stops the meeting. After the meeting at the coffee shop, Judge Ford receives a second report of research from the newspaper man. He's found out four years with connections to Mr. Westing and James Who. Turtle tells her father she knows about him being a bookie. Seidel asks Chris if he is totally paralyzed, which nobody ever does, and says he has a great alibi. She gets up to talk to the chef and Angela gets up to help. 
Otis comes in, which means Sunset Towers is no longer snowed in, and the second bomb goes off. Back at Sunset Towers, Sandy refuses a tip from Judge Ford for polishing her car because she gave him the whole 10000 She asks him about his family. Sandy describes his family and explains he was injured from being a boxer. Everything is back to normal on Friday. Theo, Doug, and Turtle are back in school. The coffee shop is full of dinners, and Shin Hu's restaurant is empty. Flora picks up Turtle from school with a report card from the Brooker office. They've lost $3,000 in five days. The woman of Sunset Tower watches Angela opens her present at her bridal shower, being led by Grace Wexler. Grace orders Angela to read every card out loud after opening a mysterious present from Cookie Barb Springer and two asparagus cookers. She opens a present that turns out to be the third bomb. Theo's downstairs working on his chemistry homework, which makes him think of solutions for the will. He puts his clues into a solution and comes up with NH4NO3, which he thinks is an explosive. With Otis left over, he runs out to tell Doug, but he's so excited he grabs what turns out to be the wrong bathrobe. Turtle and Flora grow closer, and Turtle begins addressing Flora by the nickname Baba. At Turtle's insistence, they unload all other stock and put their money into Westing Paper Products, which begins to climb in value. At Sunset Tower, Crow cleans the Wexler's apartment while thinking about how she doesn't want to go to the Westing house. It's too painful, but Otis thinks she should. Otis makes a delivery to the apartment and tells Crow he thinks Mr. Who might be the bomber because his restaurant competes with the coffee shop. On Friday, Turtle skips school and takes Sword to the broker's office. Westing paper product stock rises even higher, and Turtle gives the command to sell their stock. Doug Who has also taken off from school, supposedly to prepare for the track meet, but he's following Otis Amber again. Welcome to the Westing Games Volume 3. On the bike, Theo follows Crow and Otis downtown, where they go to the Good Salvation Soup Kitchen. Theo looks in the window and sees them feeding soup to the poor and homeless. He rushes back to Sunset Tower, feeling ashamed and gross for spying on them, and mad at Sam Westing for making him play the game. Westing is Crow. Chris shows the judge a flock of geese flying, which makes her drop her papers. When she picks them up, she realizes that her wax figure looked like a picture of Westing from 15 years ago, so no one knows what he looks like now. She realizes Westing must be in a disguise. Plum, Turtle, and Flora are already in the game room when Otis Amber arrives. Otis makes fun of Turtle's short new haircut, but Flora distracts Turtle by pulling from her pocketbook a picture of her daughter, Rosalie. Turtle is touched. She compliments Rosalie's sweet face and says she wishes she could have met her. The hears figure out the answer to the game, but when they do, Sandy dies. Co turns herself in to the answer to the Westing game. While everyone is mourning for the loss, Turtle realizes the game isn't over, and she discovers something important. Still in Sunset Tower, Judge Ford decides to play Turtle's game. Privately, the judge notices that Turtle looks and acts like her uncle Sam Westing. Turtle begins to act the part of a district attorney, saying she plans to prove that Crow did not cause Sam or Sandy's death. Theo states that the coroner Sykes was in on the plot as Westing's old friend. The will states that Westing is going to rest in peace, knowing he was loved as Sunset Towers' jolly doorman. He divides Sunset Towers in equal shares bequeathed to each of them and awards Crow $30,000. Turtle doesn't tell anyone about her discovery and the fact that she has won the game. She pretends that her trips each Saturday are to the library, though she'd actually spend time with Sandy. Five years later, after their Westing game adventures, the Hears gather in their Who's new lakefront home to celebrate Doug's Olympic gold medal.
Turtle's married to Theo, who just wrote a second book. She tells Sandy that they all have kids one day, although they won't really because they don't want their kid to get Chris' disease. She tells Sandy about Angela's daughter, and he asks her to ask Crow to pray for him. Then he dies. It's July 4th. Thanks for tuning in to the Western Games podcast.